0: Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality.
0: Boy, oh boy, talking about fan layouts last week. I sure as a hell am a fan of you listeners for tuning in to the pinball show. This is episode 30. I am Zach Minnie along with my co-host, Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how's your fan doing today? It's okay. Are you a fan of me? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't. Is the jury know. still out. Mean? You're still thinking. Of I don't fan really are you...
2: like consume your content. Well, you don't really. Outside of this, what content do you generate? There used to be a YouTube you show you you called Straight Down the Middle. Right? But...
0: Are you a fan of my style?
2: No, not really.
0: Of my tone?
2: No. Well, you're very. Pa- you're. You know. You're much more passionate about pinball than I am. So. Can't
0: buy this kind of passion, Dennis. No.
2: No. The passion is real. Like, people think that you've just like are pretending to love pinball and like, well, you must be a really good faker if that's the case. Cause
0: I'm knowledgeable.
2: The end. I didn't say you were knowledgeable. I you said should, that you have because passion. I am. You have passion. That's not the same as knowing anything.
0: If I was a fruit, I'd be a passion fruit.
2: Yeah. That's that was the juices
0: true. flowing out. Yeah. I heard
2: it. It's gross. Don't make that sound.
0: <laughs> so we had a lot of discussion this last week uh, on social media and our messenger about the great fan layout debate. Now I am here to say Dennis Creasel that I'm conceding to that discussion from episode 29 and you in fact are correct. The Avengers infinity quest is not a fan layout. You're right. And I was wrong on the whole fan layout Avengers thing. See? Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay.
0: I guess we can move on. Or maybe we can. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to talk about fan layouts anymore. We don't have to talk about it much, but it did create a nice discussion piece in our TPN discord thread. Did it not? It created an active one. Uh, And you you even got, I even felt it. You got even a little heated in there again. (laughs) I, yeah, probably. I received more messages this week, listener, about, boy, you really pissed off Dennis last week or, boy, you really had him going this week. I think people like hearing you uh, flared up a bit.
2: Uh, It depends. I mean, there was someone that they they were on the wrong website. They were on our RSS splitting website and tried to. Apparently, I didn't have the comments disabled there, but I did Mm -hmm. have someone try and leave a comment there that did call me a big baby. So they didn't all agree with, uh, you finally with, got with that. Me okay. or, or enjoy the, uh, no, I've been called whiny before. So it, it happens. Some of it's just how my voice sounds and some of it is, yeah, I was getting up, uh, kind of
0: annoyed. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we finally came up with an agreeable term to use now a definition, if you will, for a pinball fan layout. And the good thing about that discussion last week is that it did help create some discussion and change for, for history's sake in pinball. It helped change to create a better term for it because the term was faulty. That's why I was digging in. I was wrong. And I kind of knew that initially I was wrong because of the third flipper and crossing over the fan layout with shot pattern. I get it but I dug in once I heard some of the descriptions that you gave for that just because it is what it is. And I didn't, that didn't settle well with me.
2: I merely gave you one of many variants of what people have used as a definition. And it's not as, sol- it's not as solid as what I necessarily subscribe to. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the case with where people might see shades of gray in an Italian bottom, for example. That was a good point. Or Middle Pop Pinball, I know, was one I've had pushback on because I, I wrote about and basically gave a definition and not everyone likes my definition. Uh, And in this case, there have been a number of people that have given definitions and some, yep, they're not, it's not all as clear, clear cut as I'm now I might be very rigid with how I apply the term, but that doesn't mean I expect everyone else to be that rigid. My only issue in the case of Avengers Infinity Quest was you were clearly going against like any common definition
0: Mm
2: -hmm. in terms of how that layout is interpreted. So now that's not to say that there weren't anyone that agreed with you. In in fact, the, 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 baby guy the guy who called me a baby said that it is a fan layout so he agreed with you he thought hmm. it was a fan layout i don't understand how i'm if you really understood the any of the broadly used terms historically how you could arrive at that but there are others like you that yeah, did arrive I was, at that so
0: i was merely stretching because i full disclosure whenever we were discussing it i totally blanked and forgot about that inner loop well, I had to assume so because yeah. while now
2: you're talking about, you know, how good the discussion was and that different people kind of gave me better ways uh, to try mm-hmm. and encapsulate what we think of as a fan and what we think of as a, as a variant from a fan or totally not a fan. Fanish, uh, Yeah. fan or a uh, modified fan is another expression I've heard others use that I really like, but said it, you
0: did. And correct. You were. What did I say to one of our, uh, somebody that messaged you and I, I said something to the degree of pioneers aren't always loved.
2: I had a lot of, I
0: had a lot of messages this week.
2: (laughs) See, see what happens? (laughs) Emails into EGP messenger messages, public comments, private comments. Yeah, it was a nightmare.
0: So yeah, us pinball pioneers must roll on. And there's some about a Moss and rolling stuff. Last thing, before we get into the correspondence and news section, I walked outside today and major shrinkage happened. Um, Fall is among us. A changing of the season, a changing of the tides. We've got a lot of pinball stuff happening here in the fall, September to remember, maybe October too. But do you like fall weather?
2: Yeah, I I hate the heat, actually. You hate the heat? Summer is my least favorite time of year.
0: Oh, I love the heat. I'm getting sad because it's getting colder. I don't like cold weather. Your boy does better. With a little space heater by him while he's editing videos. I
2: guess if you enjoy the power bill, more power to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fall being among us means only one thing to me, and it's the most important thing of the year. Pumpkin spice. Oh, no. No, Karen. It's not pumpkin spice. Do you like pumpkin spice? Do you go get your cappuccino pumpkin? No.
2: I'll eat pumpkin pie, and that is essentially the limit of my pumpkin tolerance.
0: I will take out a DQ uh, pumpkin pie blizzard. I've never that's had that. Mighty tasty, I recommend. Hmm. But uh no, it's 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 the season of chili. It's among us. That's true. Do you like chili? Uh yeah, but I can't uh,
2: like a lot of people like it really spicy and don't I tell
0: me I, you're I, a burgoo guy. A what? Burgoo. Do you know burgoo? Burgo? No, bur-
2: I don't know what that means.
0: Really? Okay. No, I don't so I've never heard that a, word. Burgu. Really, Listener. What is that? A spice? No, it's a um, it's a type of soup, ish. It's like a mix between vegetable soup and chili kind of thing. burgoo. I, th- I huh. think. I think it's a thing. Okay. Unless it's just my hick town that has that. Well, I, I know I never I never heard of it. No, I like I mean
2: I like to eat chili, and I don't believe in chili in the summer. I think it's inappropriate. So
0: <laughs> you think it's inappropriate?
2: Yeah, it's like it's like um I going, like, like if you were, you're like oh gosh it's seven p.m. and you go out and get pancakes. It's like there's some things you just don't do. Ah.
0: Like ice cream in the winter. How dare you?
2: Right. Well, I have an exception on that one. But
0: I do understand people that have that rule. Yeah, you're probably the... God, nothing you can eat is normal. So it's probably like an all-white bean chili or some bullshit like that.
2: What? I I don't think I...
0: Why are you judging the color of the beans? Uh, because you eat shit like black licorice and figs. That's true. Everybody's getting hungry right now, thinking about chili. Is chili a soup, Dennis?
2: Uh, n- no. I I think it's just a, it's a sauce. Oh god. It's a you know it's a in. it's a meat it's a meat and chili some sort of there. chili peppers in a sauce and beans don't. are optional. But I I oh. would I would always get it with beans. But you don't technically have to have them.
0: I'm over here biting my tongue and pinching myself so that I don't dive in there. It is a soup, chili soup. Um, does it have noodles?
2: it doesn't not i mean it's not a requirement you're allowed to add pretty much as long as it has meat and chili spices in it i think it counts as a chili
0: okay
2: i I think it's a soup i like my i like my chili a little thinner now i knew someone who a family that i used to go over when i was a kid and they Mm -hmm. did make their chili like a soup but most of the chilies in this area are very like they're fork Thick. thick you you wouldn't choose to use a spoon
0: so no, I mean I like that, but that ain't chili.
2: But um, so I've seen chili with the consistency of soup, but most of the chilies I'm familiar with are much more with the consistency of spaghetti sauce. So yeah. that's why I, I classify it as a sauce.
0: But yeah, I like it. Like it thinner with a little spaghetti noodle. Beans to meat ratio's got to be pretty good. I don't want all beans. Don't don't cheapen out. I mean, throw all the beans in there. I need some ground beef as well. What's the best complement to chili soup? There's only one right answer. Hmm. Cornbread. That would be incorrect. In Kansas, you
2: only have chili with cornbread. Anything else is an abomination. Really? No, I made that up. But it is is—it is the most common side uh, that we have in the area for it.
0: I think the the correct answer to chili, compliment, is a PB&J. Oh, that sounds horrible. Oh, God, no. You dip it in there. Don't give me none of that uh, grape jelly bullshit. Strawberry jam only. I see the frost building on the blades of grass outside, the cold, crisp air. Chili season is among us. And you guys know what tickles my pickle. It's a little song. Waiting for the chili to boil. Carry that bowl into my arms. That's where it belongs in my belly, baby. I'm waiting for the chili to boil. No? Waiting for the chili to boil? Rendition from Waiting for a Star to Fall? Do you know what song I'm even singing? Yes, "Boy Meets Girl."
1: It's a great song. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Jersey Jack Pinball was at it again this last week, posting a short teaser video on social media. It points to October 2020 as the release date for Jersey Jack's quote, next chart-topping hit. It appears that things have been delayed again after a rumored September release for Guns N' Roses. This set off the usual grumbling on Pinside, but the excitement around this title continues to be strong. With other manufacturers like Stern and Deep Root making big strides in September, it's likely that the spotlight belongs to Jersey Jack in October. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. The Black Knight takes a bow, and the Avengers assemble. Hey everyone, Craig here again, The Pinball Show's Stern News Correspondent. Yes, after almost two years in production, Stern is sounding last call for their Black Knight sort of rage for all that won in on the third installment of Steve Ritchie's classic, Black Knight Trilogy. Starting from its extremely successful Williams-made Black Knight Pinball in 1980, which sold over 13,000 units and later giving rise to its successor, Black Knight 2000, almost 10 years later in 1989, Richie helmed the third and final Black Knight Sword of Rage to much fanfare in 2019, where it currently sits at a respectable 32 on the Pinside Top 100. Get them while you can! And don't look now, but the Avengers Infinity Quest games are already being assembled, shipped, and seen on the Stern Facebook page. It seems overseas orders and LEs are first off the line with domestic pros and premiums soon to follow. And with Christmas season right around the corner but COVID still in play, the only question left is will stern fill their avengers orders to eager customers before Santa sleigh bells can be heard up above zach and dennis we shall wait and see for the pinball show i'm craig bobby catch you on the flip side hey this is kaz with an american pinball update i reached out to programmer joe schober who informed me of the oktoberfest code update it's version 20.09.19. Got some updates and improvements to help the game boot faster, new light shows, new callouts, along with the ability to have lock switch adjustments and more. And the team is polishing up the Hot Wheels code in response to all the great streams, thanks to the IFPA Hot Wheels Challenge. Since there aren't any shows going on currently, they've been getting a lot of feedback from the owners and streamers. And Joe also informed me that they are hard at work on the next titles and that there's some fun stuff on the design board. For The Pinball Show, this is Brian Costner.
0: You guys heard it from the correspondents. Always nice to hear from them. Keith Elwin was interviewed on the Super Awesome Pinball Show this last week. Is it still in your queue, Mr. Creasel? No, I'm almost all the way caught up, so I've heard it. Very, very good interview. I reached out to Christian Line and said, are you the one doing those questions? Because I caught myself a couple of times thinking, damn, that was a good question.
2: Well, but it could have been Franchi's questions or it could have been, uh, they had, uh, Jeff, uh, Parsons on, right? Could have been Yeah, his that's question. I, I was asking. They yeah. had guests writing in. Maybe we should, maybe
0: Christian shouldn't get all the credit. Which is why I messaged to ask him if he was the one that came up with the questions. Did he take all the credit? No, of course. Christian's too humble to take credit for it all, but I know a Dr. Pink question when I hear so, it. Oh,
2: you know him well, huh? He, he orders all his new pen
0: from <laughs> you. <laughs> you huh? asshole.
2: I brought it up because I heard it on the show and I heard he said my favorite thing that he's going to order from Cointaker. I was like, oh, that's
0: my answer. Maybe oh, and the I, and I hadn't remembered and then I heard the sponsorship. I was like, yeah, oh, that would make sense. Uh, I'll get you, Melissa. And your little Chris, too.
2: Oh, that would be funny if you sponsor, if you flipping out sponsored Cointaker, which then <gasps> sponsored Super Awesome. It's my like mind is blown. I wonder what sort of deal you can get Cointaker on a pill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh that's gonna happen i'm jotting that down now okay i'm yeah. gonna call hey melissa yeah yeah me uh-huh no just give me a second before you hang up i uh, wanting to know <laughs> what a uh what a sponsorship deal would look like it's like what do you want me to sponsor your show no 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 i want to sponsor <laughs> Coin yes I want you to try this.
2: It could be the unifying thing this hobby needs. It could be the solution to 2020. God. That's good stuff.
0: Shout out to Cointaker. We'll talk about some of the details of that. I don't want to get into it too far. Just go listen to the interview yourself because it was very well done. Uh, but I did unbox the flipping out Avengers Infinity Quest Pro two nights ago. Mm. The one that could have been my pro. Yes, yeah, the one that could have been. Well, did Cointaker get you a pro? I didn't bother calling him because I was like, well, my heart was already in the rubbish bin. I did unbox it. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Didn't do an unboxing video. It was kind of, it was kind of therapeutic. That's atypical for you. You yeah. didn't do a drunk, blindfolded uh, slap fest right. in costume? <laughs> no. I, wow. uh, I'm up to my ears in editing right now. So it was one in the morning and I was like, uh, Bones coming tomorrow. I just need to unbox this damn thing. It did unbox with code version uh, 0.90. Oh, okay. So I don't know the relevance to that compared to Elwyn's previous releases. Um, I think they were in the lower nines, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Viewers, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they were 0.90. I have a lot of thoughts about Avengers that we'll get into. But some of the things from the interview that perked my interest, Keith Elwin told us the one to two sentence synopsis of what you're trying to do in this game, which I like hearing. I like hearing from promos. I like hearing from streams. This is what we need. He said, the Black Order has the Infinity Stones, Dennis, and they're taking them to Thanos. The Avengers must stop them first. Now, that's okay. a basic story premise. That's good. Yeah, it yeah, sounds
2: like a, uh, what you would expect from a from a comic book storyline.
0: Now, through playing it, I've noticed that these Infinity Stones are each uh, different. You get your like your uh, reality stone and your power gem and all, all of the different gems or stones. And they each have their own specific power-up once you once you get them. That's about as deep as I go. And then I'm like, oh my God, am I Star Wars in it over here? Hmm. So a lot of cool things on this game. Uh, Keith Elwin did say that Captain Marvel ramp on the Premium LE, that little hell, I don't even know what shape that is. So they're like a helix. Why am I keep thinking helix? Um, it's not an you upside mean- down ramp. <laughs> it's like a sideway ramp. It goes up on its side. It's not a barrel roll. Regardless, Do a barrel roll. He, <laughs> regardless, he said that ramp was kind of an engineering nightmare. Because mm. to keep it low bomb-wise and, and materials-wise, he thought the vendor that created those wire forms was going to freak out But they were, he said, uh, the engineer that he works with is really, really, really good at finding efficient ways to create things like that. So it works really well, but he said it wasn't the easiest to develop. I found that interesting.
2: Yeah, that is. Yeah. I remember hearing that part and I thought, I didn't, I don't know how hard it is to do little tricks like the inversion. I know the wire forms are kind of a pain in the ass to make. And I I think there was a portion of the interview where they noted that a lot of the cost on the wire forms is actually related to how many bins you put in them. Yep, 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 yep.
0: Thank you for bringing that up. Which was was new news to me. Yeah, and speaking of cost, this is something that I haven't heard confirmed. I could be wrong. But Keith Elwin did say in the interview that every design team essentially gets the same bill of materials or, or gets the same budget. I always assumed that was the case. One would think logically that would be the case, but sometimes it doesn't seem that way, and people have questioned: Does Steve Ritchie, since he's been there so long and he's an icon, does he get a little bit more wiggle? Room? Like, how do, does the new guy get less, and he has to prove himself? The thing that I've I've wondered is:
2: Does the bomb? Because I I think the bomb is ultimately really comes down to the parts going into the game mm-hmm. is was there a relationship between what your bomb was uh, and the license costs? Like, I've always you... wondered the same. And yeah. so that was what I didn't know is whether or not, because I've, sometimes I've wondered if getting something like Star Wars means that you have less to spend on mechs because the license is so or pricey. Or
0: yeah. It does kind of seem that way. Damn it.
2: Right, well, and I think some of it could be, though, obviously, that it's a what's above the playfield versus what's below the playfield on the bomb. So... Uh, maybe a good case in point might be Stranger Things, where they clearly, on every single play field, chose to s- put on yeah. UV ink. But uh, if you don't have the UV kit, you're not going to appreciate that amount of money. But that must have gone on the bomb, because it's in all the machines.
0: Yeah, I would love to know more about the development of a pinball. I wish they had like videos or hmm. everything they they hold so close. I, uh, never know I, it, but...
2: I would be less interested. I would like to actually know the exact dollar amount of the bomb. What's your guess? Oh, gosh, I I don't have one. I had never I've never thought about what the dollar amount is because I don't I don't have a context in terms of how much it all the everything in that an actual pinball machine costs to build. Mm-hmm. I don't have a good sense any ever. So I don't. Like I don't know if it's a $3000 thing at this point or are they putting them together for $2000 and selling them for 6 I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: and are we including salaries and wages or I wouldn't in bomb.
2: I wouldn't in bomb, but obviously that has to be part of what they need yeah. in terms of their break even calculation. Mm-hmm. But they must know. I mean, it has to be tracked. So. I'm
0: with you. I want to know if licensing goes into bomb or not. Yeah, I'd like a confirmation
2: on that. But I'd also just like to know, like, what, in terms of the amount of money they're allowed to spend on the parts to build the machine, just the parts. I'd love to know that. I would as well. Email into thepinballnetwork at gmail.com if you're willing to leak your bomb.
0: Oh, don't let your bomb show. I don't want bomb leaks. I do. Do you? Think about how much fun Pervert. we could have with trying to be like, hey, look, okay, so they get to put in
2: $1,500 worth of parts in a pinball machine. And when we try and figure, you know, it'd be like, okay, so how much do you think the subway was? Was that 600 Does
0: that include no. the lifty spinning disc? The yep. lifty spinning. That's a technical term, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I would like to know. Because it would be the, fun. Because It's like, build, choose
2: your own adventure. Build your own pinball machine with, with the doll. You know, it's like dollars. Even even if we don't know how much all the parts were. Just the, well, the fun you know of that, trying to figure out where'd all
0: the money go. Yeah. And you know that a Stern bomb is going to be significantly different than a spooky bomb just because of, I would guess, the amount that they're buying in quantity. Mm. Right, If you're buying wire forms, it's going to be cheaper to buy 2,000 of one unit of wire form than it is 50. There's a a difference between the...
2: I mean, what you're saying isn't necessarily that the bomb would be different, though I, I don't imagine both companies are using the exact same bomb, but rather... How far the bomb dollar can go because oh, okay yeah because Stern's getting a better deal on just because of the sheer volume economy of scale
0: mm-hmm. on their Depends, purchases that's going to affect stuff as well because okay, yeah because yeah no
2: I I'm sure that it costs uh, Stern a lot less to do spike two boards than what Spooky has to drop on P three rock because they're having yeah, to go to a, an outside vendor they're not buying nearly the volume that Stern would if Stern did buy P three rocks so
0: so that's the bomb 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 what about the pot belly? You ever been to a pop belly sandwiches? Uh no. There is one nearby, but I've never been in it. Oh, Dennis, I would kill for one near me. Hmm. Ham and cheese? Oh anyway, the pop belly comes from the reference that Keith Elwin uh had on the super awesome pinball show when discussing that ramp, the shape the of the banana that ramp. ramp. Yeah. So I guess the banana ramp is out. Pop belly ramp is in. He said, Yeah, he was designing it and he thought there's no way I could Really hit that and not be super clunky, and then it came to him an aha moment. Maybe I do a little concur, a little curve there, uh, so that it gets up that ramp easier.
2: I want a ramp that is a perfectly round potbelly. <laughs>
0: that's right. So you get. Do you know pulp- what that's a reference from? I don't know what
2: that is. Pulp Fiction. Where? The uh, Fiction. Uh, Bruce Willis's <laughs> girlfriend. Hmm. There's a whole thing where she's talking about how she wanted to eat a whole bunch of food because she wanted to have a perfectly round potbelly.
0: Tarantino films are way too narrative It's an
2: odd scene in and in a host of odd scenes.
0: Jeez, that Tarantino. I did watch Leo again during D- Django Unchained. Mm. Oh, my God. The man is just... He's an icon. The Potbelly Ramp. So I guess that's what we're calling it now. I kind of like the term better than Banana Ramp, being that the Ellie is so yellow and all.
2: Yeah, but... I, I, it does
0: look like a banana.
2: I don't see the pot belly as much because it's not a perfectly round pot belly.
0: <laughs> Keith Elwin learned that when it comes to trying to design pinball machines at distance, um, apart from your coworkers and your collaborators, that it's really tough to do the audio development. He said that's one of the, that was the most difficult part uh, in designing this was trying to work with Jerry Thompson remotely uh, because he said usually Jerry would come in he would fly in frequently during these things but with this covid stuff he couldn't he said that was the hardest thing because there's no quick turnaround mm-hmm. whenever people are that far apart and and integrating it right into a machine so that you can see it and he- I often forget that they even back
2: with David Thiel like the you know they weren't local with the audio
0: so mm-hmm. uh, Keith Elwin also talked about some of the limitations in development of Avengers Infinity Quest one being People ask always, when you have a big theme like this, why didn't you get the films? We want to see Robert Downey Jr. rolling his eyes in the Iron Man mask. He talked about it, It would, and he's right, it would be a licensing nightmare trying to get all those AAA actors in on a game like this. Plus, just like with Jurassic Park and and to an extent Iron Maiden, the comic theming makes it more timeless. Uh, films become dated this Hopefully, will not be dated as much. It kind of stands as its own. Yeah, it- but I mean,
2: on a, who cares on the timeless thing? Like, they're only going to make the game for like most four years. So, mm, yeah. I, from from a from a new in box sales standpoint, I don't think timeless matters. Yeah, it, but- it, the where it could matter would be in the case of like what they did with Spider Man and Spider Man Vault, where it's like they think yeah. they want to go back to the well. Maybe not sticking with the movies means that it's easier like they don't have to do they don't feel like oh well we can't do Toby McGuire anymore nobody even remembers who that guy is Aww. and well now we have to pay for all this new art so I could see that like on a vault but only down the line on a vault or something I still otherwise like my films I mean what does Stern care about what like the used value of the game is
0: that's yeah, a good point I, I agree
2: comic, comic theming is more timeless but it's like a so what sort of thing it's like are people gonna hate Game of Thrones in 10 years because they don't remember the show anymore? And it wasn't themed off the books. I mean, I, I just don't think it's a well, big thing. Well,
0: we've seen, we've seen Walking Dead certainly not be as prevalent right now. Well, the thing with Walking Dead is you look at the
2: game and you don't see the TV show in the game. It's yeah. only on the side yeah. art. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like some pla- a couple plastics, I think. That's it. Everything else is generic zombie. So it, it's already themed timelessly. Yeah, Other than the the big, a big old there, yeah. AMC logo on the Translight. Yeah,
0: there's nothing wrong with that. Bring baby. AMC. Initially, I would think having the end game films and all of the characters, the true actors, all of the sounds, all of the assets, everything, would make it even better. And it would sell even better. And it would be even bigger. But I stopped myself, Dennis, and thought, well, could it really sell better than it is selling now? Theoretically, yes, but...
2: I think the question to me, the question would be, would it sell so much better that it would more than pay for the additional license costs? Of course. Yes. Essentially. That is the question.
0: I don't think you could ever
2: say yes. And who knows? I I don't know. And here's what I think. I think the thing is that they could have gone and done the movie license, but I don't think they ever would have spent what would have been needed to spend to lock in enough of the voices and actors and every, you know, it's like, I blame Hobbit for all this, you know. Of course you do. Well, because Hobbit came in and it had all this movie asset integration. And because so much of it was like CG with the dragon and stuff, it feels really packed and really integrated because it is. And now that's like the standard everyone who wants all this movie stuff in pinball is looking to. And I don't know if it was just because they didn't need to do a lot with the actors in Hobbit or if it was just a cheaper license, but like that apparently is nigh impossible for most pinball manufacturers to do. So
0: it's almost like the philosophical question. If Hulk 2D2 falls in a forest, do you hear him? Beep boop beep boop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Another limitation was that uh, they couldn't change the animation art.
2: Yeah, that was interesting. Though it sounded like that it ended up working out fine for how they wanted to do it stylistically.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it shows. It it shows very well. And, of course, he had to talk about that gauntlet glove in the back and people saying doesn't look as detailed as they would have liked. And I love hearing things like this. Keith Elwin said, quote, the framework is there, end quote. Meaning, if somebody it has wants, screws and you can take it out. That's it, what that means. If somebody wants to modify their gauntlet, they can. They need to be practiced safe modding, but oh, they will trust me that that thing is begging for a mod. I've already Googled the size of gauntlets to see what will fit back there. We shall wait and see. So my impressions on the game, Dennis really quickly unboxed it. This was one of the only times, and I say it in an upcoming straight down the middle the video, one of the only times that I can think of recently that I kind of stopped myself, because uh, unboxing games at this point is pretty pretty normal for me, pretty mundane at times. Um, I just want to get them set up and play, but I stopped myself whenever I pulled this thing out of the box, because the cabinet was striking. And again, listener, this was the pro model of Stern Pinball's Avengers Infinity Quest. The, the art just kind of stopped me, and it made me fangirl out and pull up my phone out and take a picture. And I didn't go screaming and feigning. but damn, that, that is a pretty, pretty beautiful pinball machine. But how was the print job on the play field? Print job was fine. Okay. Looked good. Cause I figured they were sending them to all their, but this is me being cynical. I was like, okay, so they're only sending zero to one to each dealer. Probably, if they had some bad run playfields, maybe they'll just throw them in ours. <laughs> <laughs> That's so skeptical.
2: <laughs> but now what, no, do what, what do you think think's going to happen? So you said 0. 0.9 on the code. So what do you think we're, we're waiting for up to 1.0?
0: I'm glad you brought that up because as I was playing this game, there's a lot of code in here. I didn't see any, I'm not a competitive player, I didn't see any big hiccups at all. All the modes there. Hell, I hit a mini wizard mode that was fucking phenomenal. It was so much fun. Uh, I forgot. That it might have been the soul gym or something where you only have a certain number of flips to get all mm. of your shots to get that gym, but you can add flips if you're hitting correct shots or you if you drain, then you'll lose a handful of flips. That was super novel, super fun, but the lighting during like the bonus, the lighting during different modes and moments, it's all there. So I'm, I'm actually super excited that this is .90 code, really, because this is going to get an even bigger full treatment over the next handful of months.
2: I did recall in the Super Awesome Pinball Show interview, Keith did mention that they're still, I believe, integrating some more sound call outs and such. So that's okay. going to be part of that .9 to, point, or to 1.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also uh, heard from some of my Stern sources that defeat animations are coming.
0: Oh, kind of like the Deadpool defeat animations defeat. If I was going to say something a, a, about the animations, about the, um, the details. Sure. And I'm, I'm just assuming it's coming, but there, they could flesh out a lot more, uh, sparklies in there, the animations and ah, sound. Okay. And I see what you mean within the modes. Like when you're starting one of your stone modes, there's not a whole lot going on screen wise. Uh, for the for the spectator to look at. So I think they could add to that. But whenever the last two Elwyn games came out, Iron Maiden, everybody knows what I how I felt on that. Dennis, I, the theme didn't do anything for me, so it didn't really pull me in. Fantastic pen, I would like to have an LE, but it, it's never going to pull me in like a theme I'm a fan of would. Then Jurassic Park came out, and I thought, oh, I'm a big Jurassic Park pe- fan, and I got Keith Elwin here. Wow but it was more of a universe-based Jurassic Park, not really film-based. So, I, I don't know, The artwork wasn't fantastic on the LE to me. So, I didn't really... This is the first time, Dennis Creasel and listener, that I opened up a Keith Elwin pen, and I thought, holy shit, it clicks automatically. It hmm. just clicks. It finally had your
2: click moment. Yes.
0: Oh, Did Keith Elwin just imprint me?
2: I mean, he he did comment about how his layout wasn't a fan layout, and you agree with him now. So maybe that that was the final unifying force. Possibly.
0: Hey, Keith, watch that uh, banana ramp there, bud. I thought but, you were calling a potbelly. Well- oh, perfectly sorry. round potbelly well- ramp. Watch that potbelly ramp. It's not as pervy that way though. But uh, it plays, Dennis. I can't wait till you specifically play this game because it plays nothing like his other two games. You, I think you alluded to it last episode where, where you said Iron Maiden and Jurassic Park had some similar types of feel to them, um, just layout wise and materials wise. Wasn't that you that said that? Yeah, I said something along those lines. Yeah. Throw that out the window. This thing is so much different than the other two. Most of your shots, like a fan layout, are in the back of that game, and you feel like you have room to breathe. Well, these recent Keith ones, we've had a big loop. We've had a big third flipper. This third flipper on Avengers doesn't feel like it's, it feels like it's part of a rail or something. Doesn't really feel like it's in the way or anything like that. It is back further. It feels back further. And all the shots are pretty much in the back. And the the layout, the paths of the ball on this game are unlike any that I've played before. The cool shit that happens in Judge Dread. Minus all of the boring shit, it's in this game. Orbits hmm. turn into ramps. You don't expect the ball to go where it goes on this. Left orbit goes into the pops, and you're like, oh. Inner orbit goes up a ramp and crosses the play field? Oh, I wasn't expecting that at all. Right orbit can go up a r- It is a blast to shoot. And I will say this. It's early, but I will say for me, this is easily... Keith Elwyn's greatest layout easily for me. It's wow. more my style. Nice and I like that on this sorry I'll keep geeking out here, but Iron Maiden had a great loop because of that little ramp in the back that kind of slowed the ball down a little bit so that you can continually hit that over and over. Jurassic Park, I'm negative about the loop on Jurassic Park because it's too tight, too fast, I'm not saying it's hard to hit but when you do hit it successfully, you can't really continuously hit it consistently because it's just, it's not designed that way. It's just too fast on this. It would be the same speed as that Jurassic park inner loop, but he doesn't bother you. Cause if I have a loop, I want to be able to repeat it. Right. Generally okay. speaking um, on this, he says, okay, design wise, this would, this would whip around too quick and it wouldn't be fun to try to shoot that continuously. So, We will instead, instead of a loop, it loops, orbits, and goes up a ramp to a habit trail. Perfectly done. The pot belly ramp works with perfection. I can't think of a shot. Even the, I thought the pro was going to be a a toss away here, Dennis. I thought, right, uh, they're selling five to one on the premiums to pros. Ellie sell out. You even said yourself, the premium looks like the version to have with all of the features. I'm backtracking a little bit. I'm not saying it's not because I still think it will be, but the pro is a damn good game for anybody that was worried about missing out on some of the features of the premium. If you don't want to spend that much on a game, I'm telling you right now, Dennis, the pro is completely great. There's Mm. no worry. That little loop with the spinner feeds perfect back to the right orbit and the right flipper. It feels really good. And the one, oh, sorry, <laughs> see, I love pinball. The one thing that caught me that I did not see on the pictures that I did not notice on the stream was one of the big differentiating factors on the premium LE of Avengers is that subway, right? You see right. it, you physically see that subway. Well, I didn't know that the pro, the pro has those same windows cut out and it has a subfloor in it, albeit not as deep as the subway but it still has a subfloor in it. So you get that depth perception and lighting effects. You still get it, which I think was a brilliant, brilliant move uh, whenever they were designing the pro model. So that was a nice little feature as well. I was wrong about, uh, I think I told you that tower shot, I thought would have been kind of the peak point or the the meaty point of that right flipper. That -hmm. was incorrect. That can be a rather tight, difficult shot as it should be, and the, the very target opto system makes a little more sense. Oh, okay. So uh, now if you're hitting it hard, it's going to get up there every time. But it, it definitely makes more sense there. I don't know, man. At .90 code, they had a bunch of moments already in this game that I loved playing. I loved seeing. I'm even more excited about getting uh, my premium LE now even more excited it this this pulled me in a lot quicker than turtles did out of the box and even probably eh, eh, turtles is pretty far along development wise i don't know this 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 is gonna be a good one sorry for that dennis okay i feel better waiting for my Avengers i'll eat it dry carry your banana ramp into my arms sorry it's a pot belly Deep Root Pinball is supposed to be revealing today? Yep, today. I had someone write and ask if we were delaying the podcast. We don't wait for a Deep Root. The Deep Root waits for us.
2: <laughs> no, they don't seem to be waiting for us.
0: Eh, to be fair, they've been waiting a couple of years now. Well,
2: that's that's true.
0: So we're supposed to get a reveal today if you're listening on Monday, if you're listening on Tuesday. You've seen it and we sound like idiots. Yeah, I don't know what they're revealing we record on Sundays. I don't know what they're... Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, my here's my thirty thousand foot prediction. Oh, okay. If they only show Raza, the the public response to the event will be negative. I could see me being wrong if there's some innovation in there that they have not disclosed. So Mm -hmm. I don't mean the hammer test. I think the hammer test is really attractive to people, but they've already talked it up. It needs to be a surprise. So unless there's some mind-blowing innovation, if they only show the finalized version of Raza, this is kind of a flop. Mm -hmm. If they show more than one game, there's potential for them to actually, I guess, like, like win a media cycle here. Mm -hmm. because that'll be a whole lot of stuff to to talk about because I think there's just not enough change that can happen to Raza as a game that's going to compel people to speak about it more than they already did back when they saw the prototype. So that's what I think it comes down to. If they've got more than one game ready to show, that's going to generate a lot of interest. If they've got only Raza, they're behind the eight ball unless there's some innovative thing here that is just going to knock socks off people.
0: I think it's a really good take. And it's one that I agree with, I, uh, but I couldn't have said it better. I don't, I don't know what they would it's, have to show to make this. Yeah.
2: I And I, I can't, thing. I can't, I can't say I, I because, because I don't know. I don't know what people like if there's, if it's innovation, it should be something that I can't think of. It's sort of how if I they am. came
0: so. out and announced their, what you love their eighties based license. I think you could, you could grab a lot of people and probably create more purchases for your Raza because people are like, holy shit, they've got that theme. Okay, we're, we're in. We're good. It would, it would create more trust uh, or maybe even more loyalty to the brand, but I don't see that happening. I think Raza will come out if I was making a prediction. There may be some tweaks and some improvements that we're not accustomed to in pinball that we are interested and excited to see uh, an application in our homes or locations, but just coming out with Raza and likely still not having manufacturing set up. Uh, Dennis, if they don't ship these damn games when they announce if they don't ship in September, any Raza's wh- oh, wh- how do they continue to survive? Well, that comes down to how much
2: money they've they're able to continue investing in. Uh, but I, you know, I'm really curious about just how long term do they want to run the company without it being yeah. profitable? Because you know normally it's it's years before a company turns a profit, but it's been years, so
0: they still got the Zipware people that they got to get games too.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it again, it comes down to the initial investment pool and just what they have in terms of resources available, yeah. and if they've been investing the funding, why? I mean, to, I think to a lot of people, it's just an assumption that. They're just have been throwing money down the drain while they because they don't have a game out yet. Now a lot of that money may be well invested in terms of things that are actually going to come to fruition in a meaningful way, Uh, but at some stage, the the problem is there's a fatigue that happens with pinball folk. I mean, if you listen to like the Craig Bobby Midweek Edition shows about his new inbox purchase adventure and look at. You know, I've spoken before about the fickleness of the new inbox buyer Mm -hmm. and how they change. And and then it's like it's the same like the 80s thing was revealed. I don't actually think that gets more people to buy Raza. I think if anything, it makes people decide that they want to hold their money for the new shiny that they're hearing about Mm -hmm. rather than investing in Raza. But the situation for Deep Root is such that so there are a lot of people that are already throwing money at Avengers at this point. The Guns N' Roses reveal it has to be imminent from Jersey Jack at this stage. And that's going to take more
0: dollars off the,
2: some of these dollars are gone once they get taken off the table. They don't mm-hmm. not everyone can buy three games a
0: year. So yeah. I will say, based on the license they have, I'm a buyer. And I haven't even seen the pen. So I if that comes to fruition, I will most certainly be a deep root owner. Isn't that crazy?
1: What
2: is wrong it's with it? It's different me? it's different than how I would
0: buy, but what is wrong I can't me? say. I mean, there are a lot of people like that. Show us what you got, Bobby Pinball. I, I'm even tired of saying that. I'm tired of hearing myself say that. Well,
2: it's just been I mean, the the fatigue is that's not just on the new in box people. The fatigue is real. The reveals were supposed to happen so much so much longer ago. I mean, over a year. Remember? I hope to be well, originally wrong, we were expecting yeah. five five games in twenty nineteen.
0: We're gonna sell more games in the first year. Than all the manufacturers sell combined. So
2: I'm still really curious about the innovations and stuff. But just talking about the reaction of the public, given the positive reaction on Avengers, mm-hmm. given the palpable excitement that exists for the Jersey Jack announcement, they're just—it's not a great. They they really got to put up quite a bit. Yeah. To 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 to. There's not a lot of oxygen right now in the room is the issue, but. Yeah, but can they really delay even more? I mean, it would be it would be a missed deadline. They can't push it off again.
0: Yeah, that's plus we know all the people are there already. So yes, they are. We do have Chris uh, Chandler, TPN correspondent there, but he's hush hush. Oh, he couldn't give us anything early. No, Chris, NDA and everything. Chris, guess what, Chandler? You continue with your hush hush. You're going to be fired. Off
2: the record, on the QT, and very hush. Hush mm mm-hmm. do you know what that's from? I do not l a confidential
0: yeah, that movie was shit <sighs> I gotta get you better movies, man. you listed out all of your eighties dream themes, and I thought, oh poor Dennis, that was not my eighties dream themes
2: though that poor list you Dennis. saw was my list of bad eighties movies you that would list be funny Willow, to see so i'll movie. give you
0: I'll give you some credit there
2: oh come. willows so past its prime uh <laughs> You know, All like, that Lilo was stuff. Either? That was just me listing 80s things that could be made into pinball okay. machines that no one would be
0: suggesting. Well, I'm glad you listed Ishtar. <laughs> LA
2: Confidential. Yeah, exactly. Ishtar was like the, one of the biggest financial failures of the <laughs> 80s. That's why I listed it. Oh, my God. LA Confidential won Academy Awards. So you can shut the
0: it, hell up. Uh, okay. I'm not saying
2: it's bad. It's
0: just- you did.
2: You said that it was a. You did. You just said it was bad. <laughs> it's no
0: Pulp Fiction. Or I did quotes from Pulp Fiction. I know you did. And you didn't even know those, so maybe you need to rewatch it. When it comes to Deep Root Pinball, I, I haven't been uh, very open about this because I uh, respect confidentiality uh, within the industry, but I have known for a year or two a lot about Deep Root Pinball and a lot about what they're doing. Oh. Um, well, I do not know, so it will all be new to me. And a lot of it does excite me. There are some things when it comes to uh, what they're doing with the with the cabinet, the machine itself, that visually is stunning. So if they continue with, you know, what I've seen and heard, then they'll they'll have a really cool product. But okay, good. I'm just not sure coming out of the gate with Raza is the way to do it. But we'll I see. think that kind of is what it is at this stage. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think they know that too. They do. But if they're not shipping and they're not ready, and we're gonna have to wait till twenty twenty one until you can buy a game. Oh gosh, no! I, they, respectfully, yeah, Robert, no, they need just, to, they
2: need to be able to ship. Hang I mean, it
0: up. That that's true for
2: any pinball manufacturer. At this point, I come on, guys, don't be doing. Ideally, you shouldn't be doing announcements unless you're gonna be able to ship. In my view, within the month. I, I don't even want to do two months anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of. I'm tired <sighs> yeah, of it.
0: If Deep Root would have done all that they're doing and did not make any public announcements, or statements, or anything, do you think they'd be in a better position or a worse position than they are now? Better. I think so, too. Jersey Jack pinball is close to announcement. Their next I week. was wrong. I said it was gonna
2: be revealed this last week.
0: Hey, I was wrong as well. I said September. I should have
2: emailed them. I should have like contacted former uh TPS co host Ken Cromwell and yeah. said, Ken, I I and I did think about doing this because you know, I I'm sure I have this pool and said, Hey Ken, you think you could go ahead and reveal this week so I could be right? But I thought he just wouldn't answer me, so I didn't bother.
0: Oh, the, Honestly there's podcasters out there that think that Stern Pinball doesn't reveal stuff just because they don't want to make the the podcaster right, so it's not. Oh, I would that. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Ken won't leak anything to me though, so well, it's like
2: no, it's like. sure he he won't, he won't even be like you know this confidentially. He won't tell me anything. So <laughs> I'm sure I ain't getting him to change dates just for oh Dennis asked, Let's do this. Oh, no, they oh, have he's, such, new...
0: he's got such influence in the hobby. That Creasel, he's so hot right now.
2: I don't think I've ever got. I don't think I've ever gotten a reveal date prediction right ever, ever. I don't think I have.
0: They did have a new teaser, though, and it said uh, there's something, it was really nicely done with neons and... and Chart-topping hit. Chart-topping hit, arriving in October.
2: It's GNR, guys. Quit saying it's Toy Story. (laughs) Are people still saying it? Yes! Yes, they are. It's like, guys, every hint they drop ties to it being a music. <laughs> like pen. Buzz Woody, oh. you must have a little patience. Well, well, the chart, the chart could mean box. box I was office. like, no, that would be a box office hit. They don't call it a chart. Oh, chart topping is a music term. Oh, man. Magnum, Blue Steel, they're all the same. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills here. I admit the piano key necktie. It's GNR.
1: <laughs> the man has only one look. For Christ's sake. Blue, Steel, Ferrari, La they're the same face! Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! I invented the piano key necktie! I invented it! What have you done, Derek? Nothing! You've done nothing! Nothing!
0: Waiting for the dinner
2: drop! Now! If JJP drops Toy Story first, it was solely to fuck me over. That's the only excuse at this point. I feel like it's a conspiracy.
0: It has to be GNR. Everything is GNR. I'm going to double down. Ken, Ken, don't do this to me, man. Don't do this to me. If Toy Story comes out, I'm going to get a tattoo of Buzz Lightyear on my wiener and I'm going to quit my podcast. <laughs> and I'll give away all my Patreon dollars back. I'll give them all back. <laughs> Is it, is it that time again? It is that time. It's time for a little pinball show. It's Pinball Market Trends! Yes, there it is! Trending up this week is still Avengers Infinity Quest. Oh, wow. no, no reason really, it's just a badass game that uh, I'm having a blast with. And it seems to be making everybody else sell nearly any machine they have in their collection to try to get on the list for. It. Pros went out. LEs are about to go out, I think, this week. Listener, LEs, this week. Then back to the pros and to the premiums until Christmas. But trending up is Avengers Infinity Quest because... Because of Craig Bobby. He, it was his choice. Craig Bobby did choose that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's fickle. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm glad he got it in.
2: Hopefully, that'll it be non-transferable or else right. once, once GNR reveals, right. he'll
0: probably change his mind again. Like I've always wanted to go to the jungle. <laughs> and then and then well hey wait no he might shift it to Razo. I don't know. It seems like Avengers Infinity Quest oftentimes people go to sell their games to get in the new shiny, but this one even more so because trending down this week is J.J.P.'s Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh. Oh, wait a minute. Have I ever even trended that down? <gasps> You've heard I it here her folks.
2: Call. I don't recall. Trending-
0: yeah, Trending Down is Pirates of the Caribbean. You're seeing them start to flood the marketplace. Even the guys mm. that have been holding out new in box with a rumor that they could create another run of Pirates of the Caribbean at some point.
1: Sell, sell, sell.
0: Yep. Sell, sell, sell is what everybody's doing. That and Trending Down is Munster. Poor Monsters. This should be in the hall of Trending Down at this point. Monsters. Yeah. Oh, Monsters Pro and LE in particular, man. It's like every fourth ad on Pinside Marketplace. It's really yeah. sad. Poor monsters. Shoots like a dream, Bork. Shoots like a dream. Also trending down as Monster Bash remakes. Oh. In my opinion, the least fun of the three remakes. And I uh, would agree. It's amazing to see all of these games that were so cherished go down in flames. Honestly, I'm personally. Finally, that's what I'm
2: thinking. Finally, it should not we, we, about. We should not come on. We've had so much technological advancement, innovation, time mm-hmm. uh, to develop. We should not be having 90s games still sit at the top lists. It should be modern games that should be. We should be able to beat the old games.
0: Trading off this week is Dennis Krasel. and finally wearing off on him, and he is a fan of everything shiny.
2: No, I'm not. It's not about it being shiny, it's just a simple fact of like people weren't disputing that 80s games were better than 70s games and 90s games were better than 80s games. And then there was this, oh, nothing's been as good as Williams. And it seems like it's finally shifting that people are finally like, no, I like what I'm seeing from JJP. I like what I'm seeing from Stern. And they're willing to chip away at some of those sacred cows that are, I think, overly, I mean, they were very good from the, I mean, Williams was at the top of its game in the 90s, but I mean, it's nostalgia yeah. that holds a lot attack of that up. Still it's not holds actually.
0: Up. Attack still kind of holds It
2: does. Up. It's my favorite game of the 90s, but I can't say in terms of there are on-par layouts available on games post-2012 yeah,
1: that have
2: a rule set that is going to get you more involved from a homeowner's perspective. So I can I still just, see the argument for a top 10 on Attack and Medieval. I can still see that. I think they're too samey for them both to be on the list. I think Medieval should have fallen a long time ago. Because it yeah. attacks the better variant. Uh, but that's just my my opinion. The, and I know some people prefer the toys on medieval. But Monster Bash, no. I, I've Lord. never been a huge fan of Monster Bash. I'd never I have no interest in ever owning one. It's pretty, but damn.
0: Yeah, it is. Also trending down this week is the banana ramp. R I P. Pop belly. So long. PBR. Grace. How, How sweet see i'm gonna serenade you banana ramp you're dead to me pop belly ramp is where it's at now because the goat said so no not that goat the real goat the pinball goat we'll go back to training up i'm feeling perky Training up this week is jimmy (laughs) no jimmy nope guy down the street Jimmy with 86 pixels is developing an interactive backboard display for Twilight Zone. This thing is cool, Dennis. You need to go on pin side. He's developing it. Jimmy was the individual who has helped with so many titles that we know uh, things like uh, they've, they've he's worked with spooky pinball. He's worked with highway on alien. He's worked with um, uh, American pinball frequently. He has worked with uh, the cosmic carnival people. He's worked with uh, Kingpin so he's, he's worked on it. multimorphic. So training up to Jimmy and 86 pixels for development of what I think is just the beginning of one of the coolest mods in recent pinball history. It's basically an LCD screen that goes on the backboard there and it's coded to interact with the game. So during certain modes, the whole backboard, okay, I get it. Yeah, it display. sounds neat. I reached out to Jimmy and asked about details and whether or not he's going to be doing more Bally Williams and whether he would even consider uh, the newer Stern stuff. And he said, yes, yes, and yes. So stay tuned for that. Also turning out this week is a topper. Oh, baby. Not just any topper, the topper of all toppers. This is the king of toppers. Wait a minute. That's me. (gasps) Did someone dethrone me? You son of a bitch. Leor has made a hobbit topper. I don't know if you've seen this, Dennis. It is a thing. Uh, it's mythical.
2: No, I've never seen it.
0: People only whisper the presence of it. That's because it's secretly uh, amazing. No. So to the Leor Hobbit topper that was developed, it was a big tease. He came out and teased it to everybody and said, I know you're going to love this. I know you want to lick on this. But you can't because it's not for sale. It's not for you. Taking a page from Stern's playbook there, are you, Leor? So he's not selling this thing. Not selling it, I should be trending it down, shouldn't I? But I'll trend it up because it's the most magnificent topper that I have ever seen in me life. Damn, how does one get one of those toppers? I think he's making like three for his friends. Am I a friend of Lehor?
1: <gasps>
0: hmm, I do have a hobby. My black arrow is soaring with the announcement of this topper. Then he said it wasn't for sale, and it ricocheted off that smog and fell to the ground. Mew. I need this topper. No one will dethrone the king. And for all of you that have your Bitcoins ready, here's this week's
1: Deals of the Week. Bye, bye, bye. Yo!
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, this segment is so unhinged. It's just whatever comes out of my mouth. Deal of the Week this week is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles L.E with extras my buddy joe fox up in middletown delaware is selling an oboe TMNT le 8800 which is a fair price for a turtles le this game is still pretty damn hot this game is a lot of fun it is awesome but this particular one has those extras which makes it the deal of the week there are no glider issues the diverter issue has been addressed joe followed the stern service order so this thing's tip-top shape even added some loctite on the diverter screw so you're not gonna have any problems with that hell the coin door the speaker panel the shooter housing all has been matched with that green powder coat and if that wasn't enough ladies and gentlemen he has installed not the standard penn stadium but the omegas prime (laughs) the omegas Uh, he's got plastic protectors radioactive flashers blah 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 no clear coat issues no gameplay issues. This is better than out of the box. It's 8800 or best offer with all of the extras. He's leaving money on the table, but this is a pin to buy, buy, buy! Buy, buy, buy! And maybe it was trending down, but this week's Deal of the Week is also a Monster Bash, classic edition. Only 15 plays on it. It's mint. It's by Caliber 2 on Pinside, right outside of Asbury Park. There's Ashbury. Asbury? Asbury. A little place called ass.
1: We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off! Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry?
0: We gotta get out of this town. Yeah, and go where? Where are we gonna go?
1: I'll tell you where. Some place warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called
0: Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Name that reference, Dennis. Totally redeemed yourself! Ha <laughs> ha! New Jersey, caliber two, Monster Bash Classic Edition, fifty-three hundred bucks. What's stunning about this? It is a deal of the week. But what is stunning is remove yourself from this current hobby. Take yourself back three, four. Five years, and tell your previous self that you could get a brand new monster bash for fifty three hundred dollars. Five, five, five. You'd be <laughs> waiting for that shit to fall because you wouldn't believe it. Fifty three hundred dollars, firm. Don't this. Nope. I'm a firm hater. Don't give this person fifty three hundred. Give him fifty two ninety, and then walk away with a smile, knowing they loosened up quite a bit. A little soft reboot there. Okay, we'll stick to the market trends themes this week. Your deals of the how in the fuck do you sleep at night? Is monster? Is a monsters right outside of Woodstock, Georgia? Woodstock. Wonder if that's where the uh, concert took place. They're selling a Monsters Pro hockey six. Is it hockey in Georgia? Hockey six is selling a Monsters Pro. She's a beauty. Dot dot dot. Just added this one to the list. And happen to sell for personal re- re-ons. A typo. Now this thing is $6,000. Sell, sell, sell. Get the flip out of here. $6,000? I don't give a shit if it's oboe or not. You want an oboe price? Four grand. You will take it and you will enjoy it. $6,000. Oboe from Monsters Pro. Flash. The damn thing is $6,000 new. This isn't an LE we're talking about. This is a pro. Now, okay. So it's got some powder coat, got lollipop rails, shaker motor, plastic protectors, shooter plate, and the back box speakers upgrade. I'll give you 200 bucks for that stuff. Tops. Six thousand dollars. The kicker though, and what makes it a special deal of the who the hell do you think you are? Is that he or she says, I would consider a trade for a big buck hunter. <laughs> I'm not look, I'm not shitting on that game, but Wow, you really know how to pick them, don't you? Then it, then it, then it turns to a, I'm 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 worried here. Goes on to say, the gentleman that shopped this out did one heck of a job. First class, one of a kind. Now, why did he have to shop this out then? Don't tell me this is a routed monsters for 6K. If you want a monsters and you don't give a shit about money, then go ahead and buy this one. And listener, before we close the show down, I know it is damn tough to match that pinball market trend segment. But I still want to hear from you. Submit your viewer trend today. Have fun with it. I need some community market trenders out there. Where are my trenders at, people? It'll be fine. And that was your darling bastard child, pinball market trends. Ah! (laughs) That sounded like a politician, Howard Dean. All right, Dennis, let's wrap it up this week for episode 30 of The Pinball Show. Where can people find you in between? Always oh, email at gmail.com over
2: at uh, facebook.com slash eclecticgamerspodcast for the other show that I host. And you can message
0: that and mm-hmm. I'll get it. Terrific. And the Pinball Network at gmail.com. And if you'd like to be a part of that Discord channel, just saying, submit your Off the Record Pinball Podcast. Start a stream up. Let us know you're doing that. We'd love to... Love to review your stuff and potentially add you to the crew. If you're ready to buy a brand new pinball machine like that Avengers or that uh, new game from JJP, get on the list. Get your pre-order, get your toppers, get your Escalera at Flipping Out Pinball. 812 457 or quicker responses, email Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter dot outpinball.com. I also like texts. Texts are good. Just don't send me pics of your banana ramp and we'll be fine. Shout out to CoinTaker. <laughs> all right. Check out all the podcasts this week on TPN. They're all doing great. I think we're due for another final round, which I'm always looking forward to. Chronicles is still brewing. Um, we need a silver ball stories here and a puppet pals. But other than that, all the streams are going great. We got some new stuff that Dennis and I are brewing in the back rooms. That you're going to love to hear very soon. That's coming. And until next week, for Dennis Creasel, I'm Zachariah Minnie. And always remember to have a perfectly round pot belly ramp. Oh, that damn pot belly. Dennis, you are the best. Always appreciate these shows, buddy. So much so that I'm going to serenade your ass on the way out here. Always practice some safe pinball. and. Trying to catch your heart is like trying to catch your stuff. So many people love you crazy. That must be what you are. Where are our shirts? I'm still trying to find an artist. I have uh, all the all the ideas are there and uh, even the composition <laughs> of the of the artwork. It just I need an artist.
2: I thought about writing a Franchi to see if he could do a shirt for me that says
0: oh thank you. Oh man. Oh shit. That's so good. Oh, that now that is a that is a deep callback. Yes, Cut, callback I callback there. Okay. Oh,
1: fuck yes.
0: God, that was good.